last time on Dice Funk. You're threatening to have me killed off. That wouldn't be the first time you tried to have that done, would it? That's because you were the fall guy. So what's your price? So I'm going to try and fool him into thinking I'm giving him my wedding ring as as sentimental collateral. So, so yeah. instead of having Aaron as an enemy, you're going to have Harker as an enemy yeah. in one hour. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> Beatrice has the Sephiroth. It is only a matter of time until she has the city. Um, uh, how, how much help does my squishy boy have? Uh, no, squishy boy's down Ooh. to zero, huh? Catches himself, but just barely, so he's basically hanging out of the window, holding it by one hand, uh, alluding to what happened back when Ash first dropped him off a building, you know. She can't watch another friend die, even if it means doing something awful, and she's going to save her friend by plunging a blade into this robot's chest. Please grant me this mercy. And then he drags the sword sideways through his own body, cutting himself in half. How much of that did you get, George? Do you want to see it, or should I stop uploading it to YouTube? Um, there's, is, there, is there nothing incriminating of us in there? Alright, so where we last left the adventure, Ash, Conduit of Mercy, is dead and in two pieces. He uh, used Reese's sword to finish the job Reese had to, to start, and you guys are all standing around kind of stunned. Um, George, the butler bot, did take video because he is basically a, a camera that floats of what happened. Um, before we continue, got a couple questions here in my notes. The first is... What is the severity of Frank's leg injuries? Yeah. This is a character decision for you. Uh, for those who haven't listened to previous seasons, when someone gets taken to zero by lethal damage and comes back, uh, they have a lasting injury. And this is kind of a storytelling opportunity. So it can be as severe as you want or as, you know, not severe. And w what stories do you want to explore with that? I, I think that there's maybe something interesting in the fact that I was... I was aware as a player that this thing was going to fall and I did not make any moves in character to avoid it, uh, other than the, the dex throw. Uh, also, there is something to the fact that his power is protection and he couldn't really do anything about that. I am aware that I made character choices that very much led to that and as such, depend I, I am willing to take what consequences feel necessary to to have some consequences to that choice. I don't know. Where where are you feeling, Austin? Um well, so leg injuries is an area of my expertise, I would say. <laughs> As Lauren knows, I spent a lot of high school on and off crutches. So I I'm prepared to go pretty far. It's like my lane if we want to do that or if we're not interested in that or if it's like too dark or if you already have too many things going on, we could do something like say like you you have bad knees now and maybe you can't take the dash action or you know something like that is off the top of my head like the mechanical and story flavor we can go as bad as like you need to be carried out and then we're gonna have to have like a hospital scene or we can just do like ow 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 hold on hold on guys like either one i but i am i am open to whatever you feel is is most interesting because i 
I very much accept that I made character choices. Like, I listen back to that and I'm like, yeah, I, I knew that was coming and I didn't really do anything about it. Okay, so for now, let's say, like, Frank has the status bad knees <laughs> <laughs> and you can't take the dash action. So that's the first thing I want to establish. Uh, so so it's bad knees, not, not dad knees. Okay, got it. Um, <laughs> I did kind of bring that one to myself. Yeah. Uh, the second thing I want to talk about is the video George shot. So, like I said before, there's kind of a reputation system here going on for your guys' attempt to garner support for what, what I guess we're calling the revolution. That's, that can take many forms. We don't actually know what the shape of that is yet. But um, it, here's a, an easy way to think about it. There was kind of like three levels of reputation you could have got from this mission. The lowest one is if you guys would have just like talked Ash to co into coming with you or taken him into custody and just walked out because then people would have saw you take him, but it's not really exciting. It's not scintillating. Mm. So that could be like one reputation point. And then there's the second one where you guys kick his ass and there's video of it. Um, but it wasn't in pu public for like a, the big, you know, brawl in like a Marvel movie, which is like if you upload the video now, that's like what you get. And then there's the third, which you can't really get now, which is like if you guys either arrested him, brought him out into public and then whooped his ass or like tricked him into coming out and then whooped his ass or, you know, mm. overpowered him, bring him into public, whooped his ass. Like that one is both more difficult to implement and also morally weird. Because you kind of would have had to win and then restart the fight. Yeah. But that's, yeah. It, it's it's deliberately, you had to go the extra mile and maybe morally compromise yourself to get the extra reputation. And so you guys can upload it for the second level, or you can just take his body with you and get the one level for having got him, which is kind of where we're at. So his body's here, do what you will. But that's that's what it kind of, that's the context. I have a second level. Yeah, as as a player, like where I'm where I'm leaning is, we have the footage, we fought him, there's a little bit of iffiness about, like, the whole, this was clearly someone who just wasn't ready to fight, but equally he was willing to, like, go kill all the Modron in this realm, so I think we come out on balance from this footage as, like, having done the right thing. Yeah, you guys didn't do anything like majorly embarrassing. You all have blood on your face, which is a little weird. But I think at the end of the day, this is worth a good rep amount of reputation. Okay. So it's not like I'm going to trick you and be like, haha, you've uploaded the evidence that's going to destroy all of your lives. Like, I, it's... I deliberately listened back before recording today to be like, did I do anything <laughs> that I don't want people knowing Frank did? So I'm, I'm, on, I'm on voting for uh, upload the footage. All right, that's two for footage. Anybody want to... Reese isn't crazy about the idea, since it's video footage of her killing somebody, it, but she's too weak to really strongly voice that opinion, so uh, unless unless there's a stronger opposition from somewhere else, it's probably just going to be drowned out and everything else. Yeah, and I mean, like, uploading anything to the internet is inevitably going to get, uh, let's say, divisive reactions. Like, there's definitely going to be some mean comments, but I think on balance, uh, you actually probably get the biggest boost in popularity from this risk because people get to say, like, how sensitive and thoughtful you are, but also, like, how secretly badass you are. People love that kind of character. <laughs> yeah. Rat girl fans around the world, <laughs> clamor and excitement. All right, so it sounds like you guys are going to let the footage be uploaded and take that bump. Do you do anything with the body? Ed slash Martis will basically look at the body and say, Frank, uh, is it possible for you to get that, uh, uh, what is that thing called? The Beyblade. 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 
the Beyblade out so we can... <laughs> if you're alright with it being in plain sight on the Beyblade, I will summon up my, my holographic... Girlfriend. ...spinning disc, disc girlfriend to... Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> oh, Beyblade. I forgot we made yeah. that joke. Okay. So you guys... You guys load Ash's body onto the Beyblade and take it out of Mechanus. You guys walk back through the treasure room. I assume you're not going to steal anything because that would be a major reputation hit mm, if it nope. came out that you guys robbed the casino. <laughs> That's a different version. If this campaign had worked out much differently and you guys were all still thieves, definitely would have been awesome to, to rob this place blind. Um, but as you exit the vault and it closes behind you you see there is a flurry of activity um at some point frank mm -hmm. the the alarm does get tripped as people come into this area but you're not like under assault you had an hour before the ring illusion w wore off or conjuration i suppose not really an illusion right mm -hmm. it's a conjuration so it's a magical item but it's a physical item during the time frame yeah, so you guys have, I'm going to you know be vague here because we don't know exactly how much time passed, but you have some time to take the body out, get back to your car, and drive away before all hell breaks loose here. But you see that there there is activity in the back rooms. You guys see the inevitables back here, the big robots. Um, if I left in the beginning, <laughs> they're called Kolyaruts, and they're like seven feet tall, huge clockwork robotic guys. They're wearing togas. Um, they look kind of like Swiss Army, like their body can like fold and produce different like weapons and tools and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and they see you and they're like keeping an eye on you, but they're not like assaulting you or accosting you because everyone knows what's going on. You have permission to be here. So you guys can leave if you want. Although, Frank, your knees hurt and it takes a little bit longer than you probably would have wanted. Yeah, I, I I did warn everyone last we uh, last episode of the fact we had the hour time limit. So I'm hoping everyone is going as fast as my knees will allow us to. Ed's going to kind of motion to the others that he just needs like a minute for something really quick. Mm -hmm. um, and he will quickly make his way over to the band, wave down Kyle one more time and basically just give him contact information so that Kyle and the others could possibly get in touch with him sometime later on before Ed rejoins the rest of the group. Even if you told us to hold on, Fran Frank is continuing to walk because slow knees. <laughs> well, no, no, yeah, it, 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 not, not for you guys to hold on. Just basically, just, just, basically, just basically that he needs a minute to do something really quick. And yeah. <laughs> yep. yep. So you give uh, Kyle your info. You guys um, make plans to talk later. Um, Frank, mm. you're hobbling out with the Beyblade, trying to get out of the casino. You do notice the floor was cleared because of the riot, but there are people still um, in here because they're going to reopen the floor in a minute. Mm -hmm. um, but it's like wild and wooly as far as like furniture getting knocked over and drinks getting spilled you did some damage um on your way out though uh the bartender definitely leers at you lenora i'm gonna wave at him <laughs> <laughs> bye you gonna come back and see me <sighs> maybe hey hey if you if you don't want it lenora i will i'll come back see big guy <laughs> I, I i thought you were gonna say hey don't get your pretzels in a knot okay you know just Dang. i have spell slots to use i want to use cast my major image so it looks like a really expensive bottle of liquor is falling off the shelf and about to crash <laughs> okay uh what do i have to make a wisdom or intelligence to resist that i think it's investigation okay yep it is yeah uh, nine. He dives for it and slams into the liquor no! shelf. <laughs> he gets fucking bombarded by a hundred bottles of liquor that fall on his head. Well, I saved the day. Let's go. <laughs> okay, you got big guy real bad. Aww. Um, aw. 
<laughs> I love because Lenora slash Lauren have this fucking dichotomy where you like don't like to be treated badly, but you also don't take any joy in seeing like people suffer. So you're like constantly at war with yourself over people getting their cup muppets. Yeah, their crumpets. Their crumpets. That is what it sounded like you said. They, they they can get they can get their crumpets anytime they want. But I want some too. I'm the only one on this podcast allowed to get their crumpets. Real talk, I don't actually know what a crumpet is. <laughs> I feel like it's a biscuit. It like a biscuit. You may be allowed to have that, but we have the crimpets. What? None of this is real. No, that's a real thing. It's a tasty cake. Oh, tasty cake. It's just like butterscotch crimpets. Yeah. They're mildly delicious, like all tasty cakes. So to explain to you, Austin, what a crumpet is, it is a small griddle cake made from an unsweetened batter of water or milk, flour and yeast eaten in the United Kingdom. I've got a major problem with British food in that they all are, when described, sound like nothing. <laughs> I have been asking friends of mine what a Yorkshire pudding is for years. They've never been able to, they're like, it's like a pastry No, 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 I can explain to thing. you a Yorkshire pudding. Imagine, uh, imagine pancake, but without the sweetness, as a bowl that you put savoury foods in. Sounds awful. It's a savoury pancake bowl. Yeah, Yorkshire pudding is just like a weird bread and crumpets are English muffins. So moving on. Except they got little butter traps in the top. They're great. <laughs> yeah, so do English muffins when you open them up. <laughs> Damn. This can't be the show. This can't be the show. Um, so you guys own Big Guy on your way out. You take Ash's body back to the loser mobile. You load it in. You guys pile in. You still have uh, some enough time to make a run for the border. Um, I assume the Reese, you are driving, so you do the driving roll. Uh, well, first, everyone buckle up. No! <laughs> I swear to God, I'll not. I'll sit here until they come out and arrest us. Reese is going to say, like, I, no, we're not driving until everyone has the seatbelts on. It's the law! Frank puts his seatbelt on instantly. He he <laughs> wants to set a good example to the kids. Lenara does, too, because that's what I do instinctively, even if we're not moving. I mean, Ed, Ed, Ed was buckled in anyway, because he's a bit of a square, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We got rid of Katarina, and now we're a bunch of squares. Uh, so it's just my proficiency <laughs> roll, I believe, correct? Because there's no actual stat associated with driving. Yeah, it's pl- plus three, I believe, for your proficiency. Ten. Okay, ten is average, perfectly There'll average. be more times for that. She's still following all the rules of the law of the road at this point. No, no rolling stops full... Left, right, left, follow on. No U-turned unless explicitly stated that they're allowed. She's not sure if this is an area where uh, right turns on red is allowed. So she's just going to say uh, defer to, you know, safety and not go for it. Uh, she, she she gets she, she avoids going to the carpool lane because it's rude to take advantage of it. Um, she doesn't want to not pump her own gas, but she wants to make sure if that's someone's job that they're getting paid for it. Like, you know, she's not trying to take that from them. All right, so we got a nice tight five on driving etiquette. <laughs> it's very good. Um, so you guys make your way out of New Nestwind and the country it is uh, situated in, South Jack. You have to go back through uh, Lion Hill on your way to Valentine. Um, you guys get back onto the highway. Is there anything you want to talk about on the way? So travel scenes are conversation scenes. Ed slash Bart is just, you know, still look visibly upset about how everything kind of went down back there. Um, as he sits there and even sort of spends some time kind of looking at Ash's remains. 
George uses his uh, vacuum attachment to uh, suck the seatbelt over and try to buckle the halves of the corpse in. George. Is that too dark? George, please. <laughs> um, Beep boop, buckle up. Well, I was going to grab him. Give him pets. Okay. Uh, Frank, Frank is going to like turn around to the group and just go, um, I, I, I got a bit um, too distracted by the whole... Uh, Trying to be theatrical and uh, heroic thing in there. Um, we sh- I, we should have just done the job and got out. I was a bit too focused on oh can't can't kill him in here. Got to get him out. Do the best possible thing we can. And uh, oh man, my aching knees are paying for it today. Hello, uh, your leggies. Uh, I got I got bad dad legs. Beep boop! You finally won at cards though. Yep. Yep, I finally won money at cards for once, and I don't get to go home and uh, show anyone, hey, I did well at cards. I gave the bloody thing away. No one's going to believe I won at cards. (laughs) George, did you record the bit where I won at cards? (laughs) Beep boop, tragic irony. Did you record it, George? I want to send it to Algernon. (laughs) Beep boop, no. George... Beep boop, sorry. Beep boop, it's okay. <laughs> Beep boop, I did get big guy getting hit with all those bottles. Should we submit that to um, America's Funniest Mewtubes? <laughs> Valentine's Funniest Mewtubes? <laughs> he got clobbered. Poor big guy. I really wish that Ash was just more clear about what he wanted from me. I should have connected the dots sooner back when he was talking about all that stuff back at Richard Sharp's place. But after that, it seemed like it was already too late. I liked the audience response to Ash, which was pretty evenly split between he was cool. I wish we'd have got more of him. And he sucks shit through a straw and I'm glad he's dead. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's the mark of a good character. <laughs> I, I, I look, I get what he's going for, but the way he was going about it, like, his idea that it was okay to forcefully rob people of their agency because he felt they were doing the wrong things with their life was not the way to go for what he he wanted. Like, because you think someone's living their life wrong doesn't mean that you're in the right to kill them because you think that's a better use of their life. Like, The only thing I'll have to say is, when did he ever suggest he was going to kill any one of us. Did he not do that when he was in mm, in my ex-husband's house? Was that not a thing? That he was going to grant us all mercy by killing us? Was that not a thing? I don't think it was. If he wanted to kill us, he would have just done it then, or used some other maneuver, but I don't believe that was necessarily what his plans were. I, I thought that was the whole reason we were running around, is we thought he was going to kill us, or he was going to kill people we loved or something. He was going to kill someone for some reason, because mercy, he thought. Uh, I don't know. A lot's gone on in this adventure. I lose track. He was going to kill someone at some point, I thought. He did drop a giant corpse on us. Yeah, he did that. I think the only person that he might have been trying to kill directly, at least as he was tasked to kill would have been Richard himself. So there might have been something that was in the plans there, but 
I don't know. Every time we saw him, he did seem to be trying to kill someone. He tried to kill you. He then tried to kill, uh, yeah, Richard Sharp. Then... He brought Archon. He, like, stalled us till we got attacked by a bunch of soldiers. Well, from what I'm recalling, wasn't he also trying to destroy all of Valentine by giving way too much power way too quickly to the various crown heads and have them basically destroy themselves? Yeah, and there was this whole speech about the Modron where it's like, ooh, they got freedom, but they're using it wrong, so I've got to free them from their freedom. Reese is going to say... He's basically like Katarina. He was maybe trying to do something that would aid people, but he was doing it the wrong way. Yeah. Beep boop. What cost is too high to save the world? Beep boop. <laughs> now you, now you, now you stay quiet with your, with your philosophical philosophical quips there. Beep boop. Is there such a thing as a bloodless revolution? Beep boop. Considering that I'm. Beep boop. Does... <laughs> Beep boop. Does the arc of history bend towards justice? Beep boop. Wait a minute. Hey, these were going to be my lines. Stop stealing my lines, you George. Aw. You little shit. <laughs> Anyways, uh... but in any case, um, Mars will then say, the only way to get any further insight would be to see if I could possibly harvest some information out of him in this state, but. That might be difficult. Yeah, I would say you, with your knowledge, you know that the kind of black ops uh, assassin robots with the quick kill Assassin's Creed blades in their hands are probably, uh, you know, not met. If they're in the event of their capture, they are resistant, if not immune to being harvested for information. One of these days we will have a car ride that is not just a massive bummer. <laughs> <laughs> one of these days don't get me wrong I don't feel particularly bummed out you know aside from being really really pissed off at Harker there that's fair <laughs> we tricked him yeah as you say that yeah <laughs> yep. Um, so you guys are driving in the loser mobile you're leaving Lion Hill crossing over into Valentine there's just nothing but desert for miles ahead of you just the most barren lifeless landscape you've ever seen and as you cross the border i would say several car lengths behind the loser mobile uh, you see a magical sigil appear in the air pentagrams you know the whole works some wicca ass shit and a gate opens up and cars begin to pour out of it let me put some icons on the map. Are you all excited? No. Ah. I hope they're speed buggy. Sweet. Oh, nice. That's a regular car. This is D&D. These need to be fucking fantasy cars. Wait, wait, are these Cadillacs? Oh, shit. They need, like, spikes on them. Fucking Escalades. They're Escalades. Oh, my God, they're Escalades. <laughs> they really are. First of all, wow, I can't believe you guys just knew that on sight from just the part of the grill on the icon. That's really impressive. He knew it. I just screamed with him. Is that a 2017 or 18 Escalade? <laughs> uh, I'm embarrassed by how long it took me to find a picture of an Escalade I liked on Google Images. <laughs> Um, so uh, also those are, are those factory ribs on it too. I mean, the, I know the pe listeners can't see, it, but those are pretty nice little ribs I got going on there. All right. So first of all, uh, what you see in this this dimensional gate that opens behind the car as you guys enter Valentine, technically, um, there are four black SUVs, um, all black. They're Escalades. They are. <laughs> 
Uh, they, we have to think of a more fantasy name for them. Escalates. Elfscalates. Elfscalates. <laughs> I'm now picturing instead of an uh, an SUV, it's an SU fiend. <laughs> 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 what's what second? What second here? Ugh. Okay, I hate this episode. Um, so there are four SUVs behind you guys. They're all going max speed. They came through the gate going at top speed, and you see that they are filled to the brim with people uh, with earpieces and submachine guns. Roll initiative. No. Sixteen. Twenty-seven. Whoa. Fifteen for Frank. All right, so it is Ed, and then Reese, and then Laura, and then bad guys. And me. And, the, and then Lauren. Save right. it the best for last. Oh, thank you, Chris. George is last, right? Damn! <laughs> <laughs> Fucking got her. Got me. Got him. All right, so you guys have just entered the Valentine Desert. So what you guys assumed happened is the ring disappeared. Harker realized he had been tricked. It took him a while to get together a caravan of people to chase you and to use magic, probably scrying, to figure out where you guys are and then open a gate to chase you because he couldn't just, you guys got away, basically. So here they are. It took a while, but now they're there. And Ed, you're first. There are four black SUVs behind you and everyone in there is like starting to open up the windows and like hang out to shoot at you. Cool. Uh, let's see here. Now, does our vehicle have windows or anything like that? Yep, it has windows. Someone, someone drew a really great one. Uh, Adam Sane's version where it looks like the mystery yes. movie. I'm gonna put it on a roll twenty so everyone has the same mental picture. Ed and Martis, basically via the mage hand, uh, work the windows open, get their pistols out, lean out, and try to shoot out the tires of one of those four vehicles. All right. 23. Uh, 23 hits. Let's just throw a sneak attack on that tire and let's see how much how much fun this damage is here. Uh, 21 damage on that tire. Holy snaps. Yeah, you shoot out the tire of the first Escalade. Oh, sorry. Elfscalade. Um, and it goes veering <laughs> off into the desert over here. It's going to lose you guys because if you unless you guys get slowed down or something, it's not going to be able to catch back up. So we'll say this one's basically dead. Yep. Line up and shoot at the next one. Mm -hmm. uh, so let's see here. 11. So it's a miss. That is a miss. And that is uh, Ed's turn to open up the fight. Reese, it's your turn. In the background, you hear uh, Junkie XL. You hear ominous drums. <laughs> I don't know if that's... Is that too niche? Anyway. No, no. It's, it's, it's fine. I mean, the problem is, is that, like, we don't have the right type of bard for mm. that scene. So... I hear you. Uh, Vigilante 8 soundtrack. Jesus. <laughs> Twisted metal dot JPEG. Um, Reese, you're driving. <laughs> Hot take. Vigilante 8 better than Twisted Metal. Go ahead. Full auto better than both of them. Shit. Never played it. Gonna go with you. Simpsons hit and run better than... Oh, wait, never mind. Spy Hunter. Let's just all name car combat games. <laughs> oh, shit. That's right. I had a whole plan. I'm listening to Cruise and World. The Cruise and World theme. So, hold on. How the fuck do I spell cruising? <laughs> it's your turn, Reese. <laughs> I, hold on. I gotta get the proper fucking soundtrack. It, 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 it's C R U I S N. It's not C R U Z N. There we go. All right. No, no, no. Oh, it's not cool enough. Am I just supposed to be doing like uh, driving rolls? Whatever you want to do, dog. It's your turn. 
All right, it feels too early for me to try to do something saucy. So I'm just going to do drive. I didn't do a great roll. That's a seven for driving. <laughs> no, that's very bad. Um, so Reese, you panic. Play me, role play me this. You panic because there's four cars behind you and everyone in them has guns. Uh, so the moment uh, it starts firing, she just starts veering off because she wasn't <laughs> expecting gunshots. It's very loud and scares her. Oh, I so love she's that. Just, so she's just trying to like get a control back on the wheel. She's basically like almost unintentionally fishtailing. Yeah. All right. So the consequence of that is that the car that with the pop tire is going to be able to catch up enough to uh, get more shots in. So that car's back. Um, Next up is Frank. Your turn, Frank. For you betrayed me, cruising world main theme. (laughs) I can't believe you did this. Right. I'm going to cast. Can I try and cast Ray of Frost in front of the wheels of one of the vehicles? I, I shot. I, I I just shot the tire. So you can use you can use it on the tires. Uh, uh he's gonna use Ray of Frost to try and in front of one of the cars to try and make it slip off track. If there's maybe uh one that's got another one like close behind it, I want to try and get the two of them to hit each other because skidding happened. All right, make an attack roll on the ground. Uh, crit twenty eight. <laughs> All right, so you put down ice in front of the one that had its tire shot. I'm actually going to make a dexterity save for the one behind it. Hey! If you want to roll damage for that, by the way, uh, Frank, uh, that would be 4d8 damage, by the way, because you critted. So the first, the, the lead vehicle hits the patch of ice, goes skidding, you crit. So it goes wild. It just does like... It does a 900 to Tony Hawk's and the SUV behind it smashes into it going full speed because I failed the dexterity save. And both of those cars uh, become one kind of metallic abstract sculpture of pain. And every one of those cars is deadish. No, my poor plan. Oh, there's still more. Okay. Yay, Frank's a moral person. Yay, Frank. Uh, two SUVs uh. down. Uh, two more to go, although the gate's still open and there are more things coming out of it. It is now the SUV's turn. So the two remaining SUVs pull up alongside the loser mobile. Um, all the people in suits with like earpieces, black glasses. They all have black suits on. Um, they all lean out the windows. They all have submachine guns, just like tech nines. And like eight people open up on the loser mobile on the driver's side with submachine guns. Uh, everybody no. in, everybody inside make dexterity saving throws. Rude. 22. I'm a good driver. 18. I'm strong. No, I'm not. <laughs> natural tw- uh, 27, natural 20. Uh, 19. Damn. Wow. 22, 18, 27, 19. Everybody succeeds. So even though uh, eight people fire their entire clip from their submachine gun into your car. None of you are very badly wounded. That's interesting. Can I ask a mechanical question for next time a bunch of people start shooting like that? Is their target our car? Um, it's an area of effect spell. Okay. I've I've reflavored it because they're (laughs) they're spraying and praying. Okay, okay. You're all gonna take half of 20. So you all take 10 damage. Uh, except for Reese. Okay. Uh, let me reset the scene. The SUV pulls up alongside the loser mobile. The w- windows are rolled down. Everyone leans out. You got all these tech nines right in your faces. They all go off. All over your vehicle. Uh, even though you guys are in an armored car, it, the holes get punched. People get winged. A bullet comes out of one of them and hits Reese directly in the face. 
<gasps> you take zero damage. The fuck. Oh, yeah. Whew. It's a spell bullet. I know why. Oh. You guys see that. Uh, Reese, Reese gets a bullet in the forehead and just keeps driving. Uh, is the helmet still on? Is it the helmet? No, she wasn't She wasn't wearing a helmet. Remember, she was dressed like Joker from Persona 5. Reese! She lost her mask, she lost her helmet, and she's just driving. She's just like, I want to keep her seatbelts on! Okay, we'll talk about this later. Is this the magic of seatbelts? <laughs> Lenora, it's your turn. Okay, are they, hold on, are they flanking us? Or like in the picture, are they both on one side of us? They're both on the driver's side. They opened up on <laughs> the driver's side. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you speak up during this very cool thing. I don't want to miss a syllable. So what I'm going to do, and I'm going to make sure to cast it on the area where those cars are and not on our car, but I'm going to cast <laughs> Hunger of Hadar on the two cars. It is a 20-foot radius sphere mm. of blackness and, blackness and bitter cold. Uh, it's soft whispers, slurping noises, milky tentacles, and it's difficult terrain. And it's a warp in the fabric of space and time. So I'm just going to put their cars in there. Okay, so what's the saving throw? You save on the end of your turn. You can succeed on a dexterity saving throw to get out of the milky tentacles. Okay, so you guys are all going like 80, 100 miles an hour. Let's just roll this now because it's going to happen in the blink of an eye either way. Okay. So what's the saving throw? Uh, 15. Against 15, it's dex. Uh, 20, they save. No. Roll damage. Well, there goes the wind from my sails. Uh, a botch and Aww. a botch. Well, minimum damage. Wow. Yeah, yeah minimum damage, minimum damage. Ooh. Lenora, you lean out the window and you summon a void of tentacles, milky slurping tentacles that begin slapping at the cars. And it is difficult terrain. So they have to swerve out of the way to avoid getting mil- mil- milky tentacled and they fall back. They only take two damage. It didn't really hurt. It was cold and it was unpleasant, but they lose ground on you. Okay. So there's still two black SUVs chasing, and we have gone back to the top of the order, uh, at which point I should point out two more cars emerge from the gate. Mm -hmm. You guys are still just driving at top speed through the desert. Still an important image. Uh, Two cars from the gate. (gasps) Oh, no, it's Night Rider or something similar. Oh, God, that looks more dangerous. Uh, So one car is a dusty, beat-up muscle car, a very, like, cool, low-to-the-ground, angry looking car with a visible engine coming out of the hood. And the other one is a very squat. Um, it's the most military of civilian vehicles, like this world's equivalent of like the Humvee or the Hummer. Um, and it has a gun which has been added to it. And, a- and it's not how it comes. It's an aftermarket uh, Gatling gun on top of it. The, the muscle car does not have a, uh, an apparent weapon. I'm going to say, Ed, you, you recognize these vehicles. These are the vehicles of Pond and Booker. Okay. I'm actually going to say Pond, the woman, is in the muscle car uh, with flames shooting out of the engines, which is poking out of the hood. And Booker is in the uh, Humvee with the Gatling gun. And they have just emerged from the gate, but they're going to have to catch up. Okay. Um, I know what I'm going to do on my turn. It's a pretty fun combination of actions. All right. Ed, it's your turn. Two SUVs and Pond and Booker's personal vehicles. The SUVs are close enough for me to do what I need to. So um, the Mage Hands will take a shot at the front SUV's tires. Mm-hmm. 18, does that hit it? Does. Uh, no sneak attack, but just still damage. Uh, 10 damage to one of their tires. All right, you shoot it. It does not go bananas. It's not over the, the damage threshold. With the other sort of, with uh, Ed, he, he sets the gun aside so his hands are free. And um, 
he will cast a spell. He will cast darkness on the front two of the two SUVs. Mm. So he can pick an object to be the focal point of this, and this will track along with the object. Mm-hmm. It causes a 15-foot radius of darkness that creatures, even with creatures with dark vision, cannot see through, and light can illuminate within it on the front SUV. So no save, no saving throw associated with that? Nope, not at all. Um, it will emanate from the spot, and um, it lasts for up to 10 minutes, or until I dispel it um, during my concentration. So this, so the front SUV and everything within 15 feet of the center of it is covered in darkness that not even like light spells can shine through unless they're at least a third level light spell. Dope, Reese. It's your turn. Okay. So something important I want to establish. Mm-hmm. Cruising world is turned off. Okay. I'm now playing Nelly. Ride with me. I feel like this is going to be the new music that's going to turn things around. So. I want to ask, can I do a driving check and try to cast a spell, or would that be two things the same turn? Um, you, you don't have to make a driving check every turn unless you want to do a specific driving maneuver. Okay, so I want Reese to be like, I can't let anything bad happen to my family! And she becomes Dominic Toretto for a moment, <laughs> or her closest thing. And then I want to try to cast the spell, uh, where is it here? Uh, Calm Emotions? Mm-hmm. I want Reese to start like drawing really quickly because she has that super fast rowing uh, ability to draw. Mm-hmm, I want her to draw something and then just throw the paper out the window and it tries to land on the windshield of the first, like the, the car directly behind us with the one with the guns. Okay, so calm emotions. What's the rage <laughs> on that, my dude? Six sixty feet. All right, you know what? That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> and, and, and it affects all humanoids within 20 feet of where the, where the doge lands. It's well. This one's not a Doge. It's a picture of an adorable little baby kitten wrapped up in a blanket, and it says, "Would you like one burrito today?" <laughs> and that hits their windshield. <laughs> you throw a burrito drawing out your at the side window at the uh, at both Pond and Booker's cars because it's going to hit one of their windshield. And the magic's going to radiate radiate out in a twenty foot radius. So here's the saving throw for Pond and Booker: fourteen and twelve. Fifteen was what the number to beat. Oopsie doodle. So they're both calmed. They're both like, that cat is adorable. <laughs> yeah, they're not out of the fight, but I'll try to think of a way to make that uh, meaningful. So. All right. Nelly was a big improvement. That's my turn. And unless, uh, unless I decide to do something crazy driving wise. No, I won't. I won't do that. That seems too dangerous. Frank, it's your turn. There's two SUVs that are encased in darkness, impenetrable darkness, so you can't even see them right now. And behind mm-hmm. them, there are two more vehicles, the muscle car and the Humvee. Okay, so my, my idea here is I'm going to get Frank to cast Invisibility and then use Benign Transposition as a bonus action to try and warp invisibly into one of the vehicles. Misty step is the bonus action. Okay, sorry. My my mistake there. So turn invisible and then a misty step invisibly to one of the vehicles. Because if you use your bonus action for a spell, your regular action technically can only be used for a cantrip only. Oh, I I okay, I never knew that was a thing. I can re I can wind back the turn. Well, how about this? Because I know what you're trying to say, and I'm not really interested in being a nitpicker. I want I want to bring your idea to fruition. Okay. How about this, Frank? You look back. You see the muscle car and the Humvee. You can misty step onto the gun on the Humvee. If there's no one on the gun, I'll misty step up to that gun, yeah. 
Yeah, you can be up there. No one can see you mm-hmm. because you're on top of the the vehicle, which is the furthest away. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can do that. It's an automated gun. On on Booker's turn, he's gonna start ripping the loser mobile into tiny shreds. Um, but there is an override on it. On it. Can I? Can I do an? Is it just a button I can try and hit? <laughs> no, it's like an entire panel. Uh, you can make an intelligence check. So Ooh. Misty Step Ooh. is a bonus action for your action. Yep. Intelligence check to try to override the gun on top of the Humvee. This works well for me. Uh, intelligence. I know that's that's a high one. Yep, that's plus five then. Yeah, plus plus five. Heck. Please just be good. This is such a good idea. <laughs> Nine. <laughs> okay, so. This this dream isn't dead, but this turn you did not override the Gatling gun. Okay, okay, I did not override it this turn. <laughs> Correct, but it's still cool. Frank, you teleported out. You're on top of the Humvee. You're you're trying to hack into the gun. It's it's not so much a hack. You're just trying to figure out what the controls are because you're not used to them. But that's a cool that's a okay. cool turn. Okay. Yeah, it it, it 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 uses fewer spell slots anyway, so yeah. that's always good too. All right, and now it is bad guy's turn. So the SUV, oh, the one that had darkness cast on it is going to peel off because the drivers are scared they're going to crash. Yeah. The remaining SUV pulls up next to the party and is going to empty their submachine guns into it. They've reloaded. So everybody, dexterity saving throws. 22. Nine. 19. And yeah, those are the only three of us that are in there. Does George make a dex saving throw? No, he's. I assume he's in uh, Lenora's backpack or something hiding. So if she dies, then we'll worry about George. Mm -hmm. Um, yep. so Ed, you get hit full on. You're going to take full. Everyone else is going to take half, uh, nine. So, uh, Ed, you take nine. Lenora, you take four. Uh, I just want to clarify. We healed before. Yeah. Reese, you're driving. You get shot three times in the throat and you take zero damage. Did I get my cat picture? <laughs> <laughs> Not that car. Um, so behind the loser mobile, Frank, under your hands, the Gatling gun springs to life, and it's going to unload on the loser mobile as uh, Booker uh, lets it do its thing. He's just driving, and the gun fires itself. Considering I'm there, can I, like, strength contest or anything to try and lessen the damage it does? To try and, like, turn it a bit? Like, can you fight an industrial machine? I hate, I'm, I'm so loath to say no when you guys suggest something, but I just can't see Frank overpowering the armature on this machine. What if he, like, stuffs, like, a card into the machinery mm-hmm. and it, like, I'm, can't I'm turn willing properly. to concede that because of Frank's new uh, bad knees stat, he, he does not have the knee leverage required to fight industrial machinery. Uh, roll roll a strength. I'm just going to tell you the DC is extremely high. I, okay, uh, Frank is not extremely strong, I don't think. Uh... Where's my strength? Plus one. <laughs> Positive strength, at least. Nine. No. No. Dad's no. dad's bad knees let him down again. Also, you're actually going to take damage because you're trying to hold on to a Gatling gun, which is like spinning and hot. Yeah. So uh, first of all, Frank, uh, you take six damage yep. um, as you are repelled from it. It hurts your arm. and You're burned a little bit as this gun opens up. Um, everybody, uh, once again, dexterity saving throws. This is an area of effect on ta- attack on the loser mobile. 18. 20. 7. Ed and Lenora save, so you guys are going to take half of that, which is 5. Uh, Reese, you fail. You get shot right in the spine. You take 0 damage. <laughs> okay, uh, and also, just because I want to be proper rule saints. Okay, um, when I get hit that time, uh, Ed's concentration is disrupted, and then the vehicle that swerved away in the darkness, the darkness dissipates from it. All right, thank you for your concentration check. I had forgotten. Uh, no, so problem. <laughs> last enemy, a pond in the muscle car, uh, boosts away with nitrous. 
as a bonus action. And as she comes up to the bumper of the loser mobile, uh, something slides open on the grill of her car and flamethrowers emerge and begin bathing the loser mobile in flame. Uh, this time constitution saving throw as you're all cooked alive. Uh, 16. Wow. Nine. 16. Hey, hey, hey. All right. So Ed and Lenora save. So you're going to take half of six. Okay. Three damage. Uh, Reese, you take full damage from the heat. Oh. I'm just going to turn the air conditioning up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. Uh, so Pond is, cu- Pond is cooking you alive. Booker's trying to destroy you guys with a huge chain gun, and there's still two black SUVs. Uh, Lenora, your turn. All right. Um, yeah, the black the black SUV that got out of the darkness is trying to catch up. So it's her. Well, break. my plan was to cast. Well, was gonna. I changed who I'm gonna cast it on. Uh, but I wanted to cast Crown of Madness on Pond with the flamethrowers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that is a wisdom saving throw. Hopefully, she's not super wise. She's an experienced shadow runner. Twenty four crit. Well, fuck me then, right? Basically. Okay. Well, never mind. All right. Never mind. So the turn uh, order has ended. As we go back to the top, uh, one more thing emerges from the gate. Oh, uh-huh. fuck me. Resplendent. Uh, is that some sort of super indomitable vehicle? Because it sounds like some sort of thing like they do. That was an adjective for the inevitable that emerges from the gate. <laughs> okay. The Kolyarut, one of the toga-clad super robots uh, held aloft by magics. Um, and it has like some small ornamental wings, but they aren't flapping. It's just floating through the air. And it uh, has like a haste spell it cast on it before it came through the gate. And it is just flying like Superman through the air trying to catch up. Last through the gate. And it is Ed's turn. I just want to use, I mean, darkness is useful, but he doesn't have any spell slots to utilize right now. So he's going to... Uh, Line up and take both shots against the nearest vehicle bias that uh, doesn't have any damage to it yet. So first attack against his tires, 18. Hits. Second attack against the tires, misses with a 9. Correct. So 2d6 plus 4. 12 damage against its tires. Yep, you damage it, but it's still going. I'm the only one trying to do damage to these vehicles to try to get them to stop. Yep. Reese, sounds like it's your turn. You're driving. Fuck. All right. I give up. I take dodge. <laughs> no. Um, fuck. I'm trying to think what I can do. All right. I want to, because it's just like dirt roads around us, right? Yeah. You guys are yeah. just in the middle of the most desert ass desert. There's nothing for miles. Like a tumbleweed goes past. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Can I try to just use our big boy, big car to just try to force Pond's little muscle car into the dirt? That's, yeah, that's a driving proficiency check. That's exactly what that's for here. Oh, that's a crit fail. Oops. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm trying to think of a, something bad enough to make this. Okay, so what happens is, uh, Reese, you know Pond is, like, right on your tail, just roasting you guys at the flamethrower. So you brake checker. You hit the brakes. You think you're going to crush the front of her car and kill her, destroy her vehicle. Uh, What you do is you tap the brakes. She slams into the bumper and you puncture one of the flamethrower fuel containers and it explodes, uh, damaging the front of her vehicle. Yes, but also punching a hole in the back of the loser mobile, leaving you guys 
super open for the Gatling gun. Uh, the Loser Mobiles is armored, which is why you guys haven't been taking full-on gunshot damage, but now you're just out with a big hole in the back and a guy with a Gatling gun aiming on your exposed bodies. Let's hope I can deal with this Gatling gun this turn. <laughs> mm. Speaking of that, it sounds like it's Frank's uh, turn. Yeah, I'm gonna try and deal with that Gatling gun. Uh, doing, doing my roll. 13. Is 13 good enough? It is not good enough. No! Is that my whole turn? <laughs> That's your action. I think you still have a bonus action. You still have move. Uh, the problem is, is if I, I, I could move off of this vehicle, but that doesn't stop the Gatling gun. I could move inside the vehicle that I can't do anything if I went in there. Ah, there we go. That's my turn, I guess. All right, it is bad guy's turn. Uh, they're gonna, SUVs are gonna open up with their submachine guns. Dexterity saving throws, everybody. 18. 16. Uh, save, save. Seven. Uh, so, uh, Lenora, you take full. Uh, Ed, you take half. And Reese, you take nothing as you were showered by bullets. Um, Reese, at this point, your outfit is like in tatters, but you are unscathed <laughs> by bullets, which is funny as hell. That's cool. Capes look, or cloaks look better with uh, bullet holes in them. I am not doing great. Lenora is very bad. Um, actually, what Pond is going to do is actually t- pull her damage card to the side to give Booker a good shot. And then Booker is going to open up with the Gatling gun. Dexterity saving throw everybody inside. I was about to say, see, guys, I helped. Oh, crit fail. Ten. <laughs> 17 for Ed. That's great. Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, so, uh, Reese, you fail, but it doesn't matter because you're not being hurt by bullets. Uh, Lenora, you are being hurt by bullets, and Ed, you succeed. So, uh, Lenora, full damage, and Ed, half, as the not a very good roll. So, 15 if you're taking full damage, 7 if you're taking half. Oh. Oh, I'm dead. Well, you're unconscious. Yeah. Um, so, the minigun opens up on the back of the loser mobile, which has a gaping hole in it, thanks to Reese slash flamethrower. And Lenora, you catch a lethal bullet. Where? Um, I don't know. I feel like the only lethal play that, I don't know. Shoot me somewhere. I don't give a fuck. Shoulder. Shoulder. It's not lethal, lethal. You take lethal damage, which means you go to zero and we have to start doing death saving throws. It's, it's ironic echo. It's the yeah, same place I you shot, shot Katarina yeah. and then blow. Yeah. All right. So you get shot in. Karma. It's more like the, uh, like the arm, like the elbow region. Owie. Owie. So you get shot right there, and uh, it's a Gatling gun, so it's very bad. I'd say your arm is like half off. Cool, it's a cool, pretty cool, severe cool, wound. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there's nothing else coming. The gate actually closes at this point. Yep. So, Lenora, it is actually your turn. Your first death saving throw, that's just a raw d20. Yep. Because if you crit, you can get back up. 17. You succeed. Mark down that you succeed. If you succeed two more times, you stabilize. Yay. Uh, mage hands are going to take a shot against the front vehicle. Um, mm-hmm. Just I don't have too many other things I can do right now with the situation. It's a it's a botch on the attack against the vehicle. Okay. All right. I'm going to go ahead and just do a second attack on the front vehicle's wheels. A second botch in a row. We are not having good luck with botches. Today. No, extraordinarily bad luck. Austin, what did you do? I'm sorry. Here's how I'm going to flavor it up. Okay. Ed and Martis basically line up to take shots only to for to to demonstrate bad bad trigger discipline and not keep track of their bullets properly. Both both guns are empty and they need to basically use the rest of their use the rest of the turn to just attempt to reload both handguns as quickly as they can. 
So the thing I was thinking of for the botch was just that the gun jams. You have to spend some time cleaning it or clearing it out. Yeah. Uh, um, I did. I forgot to roll for the damage to Pawn's vehicle from the explosion. So I'm gonna roll that now. 14 damage, just for the record. Reese's turn. Reese. Hi. Hi. Uh, so I made a mistake, but I'm gonna try to fix it up. Uh, I'm gonna make sure my friend doesn't die. So Thanks. Reese is gonna like reach back. With her hand, and uh, she's gonna draw a quick picture. It's a it's a very cartoonish picnic that Lenore is having with uh, George and and Bear yes. Bird, whatever the name of the bear is. Mm-hmm. Bird, and she's gonna like like tap Lenore on the knee, and just be, or on the knee, and be like, oh, "I think you might want this." And we gotta cast uh, cure uh, cure wounds at the fourth level. Mm-hmm. So twenty three hit points back, Lenore. Holy shit, that's more than half. Nice. Uh, is there is there any specific role playing you would add to that where you're saving? your friend from getting their arm blown off. I feel like that's a moment for Reese. Uh, it's like hanging half off. It's really gross. I can tell you how I'm picturing it, which is that you're basically <laughs> like using the paper as like a big band-aid, like a plaster to like stick the arm back together. <laughs> Here you go. Aww. See, I can't, I don't know why, my mental image for this scene is like, essentially like, uh, Reese is almost like a soccer mom and she's handing back one of those like Snacks. packages of cheese cracker, like yeah. those peanut butter cracker things. Like, <laughs> here you go. <laughs> snack pack, snack pack. Don't die. <laughs> I'm up. Uh, and then can I try a vehicle roll just to try to get the car not in such a bad spot? Yeah, that'd be part of your move act. That'd be part of your move. So yes. 16. I want to try to like start serpentine as much as I can to make it a really hard shot for a Gatling gun. All right, cool. I like that. Uh, and it is now Frank's turn. Frank, the gun. You actually, you've spent two turns with it, so you now have advantage on this intelligence check. Can I just note, I want every time Reese swerves, she mentally curses herself for crossing over double, <laughs> like, full lane traffic. It's not dotted. Like, she's just like, sorry! <laughs> to okay, so first roll, 14. Second roll, 9. Nope, still- Um, no, not hit, not cross that threshold yet! Not yet, I'm, I'm okay. sorry. Frank, Frank, Frank's rolled four times. None of them has the natural 20 roll been- yeah, I've not managed to get in the top half of numbers on a d20 in four consecutive rolls. This is unfortunate. Yeah, it's really brutal. Does d does d20 just hate us tonight? Apparently. Do you want to do anything with your bonus action or move action, Frank? Uh, I just want to specify, you're on top of this Humvee. There is a hatch down into the car. I could open the hatch and go in, but then, like, I have no actions. I can't do anything in there. All right. Can I? Like, anything I, like, I couldn't push someone out or jump on someone because those are all actions? Be being there also means you're a distraction for the guy who isn't expecting someone to be an on, let alone in his vehicle. Okay, this is, this is maybe me overthink squatting, like, ooh, can't do XYZ because actions, so screw it. I, I, I'm going to try and open the hatch with the hope of jumping down on top of the driver. Yeah, okay, so you open the hatch, you see Booker. He is this, uh, you know, hardened operative, this guy who does crime for a living, kills people. He's, like, very focused on the road. He's, like, chomping a cigar. He's got white knuckles, and you just throw your dad bod on him. <laughs> and he swerves, and he's totally effed up. And he, yeah, we'll, we'll deal with that, but you totally stop him from killing everyone in the car on his turn. Okay. Um, it is bad guy's turn. Um, so first up, um, let's see. You're serpentining, Reese, which is interesting. 
Um, so everybody make uh, dexterity saving throws for the SMGs, but with advantage for the Serpentine. 18. I crit. I don't know if that does anything. Oh, I also crit. All right. So the damage is 12. Uh, everybody saved, I believe. Yeah, adds down to 19 hit points now. All right. Um, in Booker's car, Booker just had a dad land on him. So uh, strength check as he tries to wrestle you. Uh, he just wants to have a wrestle with dad, you know, just standard dad. Oh, su- Jesus. Oh. Fuck you, Austin. 24. 15. All right. So he pushes you off of him onto the floor and puts a boot on your chest uh, to hold you down. So he's just trying to concentrate on his driving. He lost his turn. Um, and Pond pulls up back behind the loser mobile. Uh, boop, 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 boop. Uh, Lenora, your turn. I'm going to cast Thunderclap on the SUV because each creature within five feet, and five feet is definitely a car, mm-hmm. has to make a constitution saving throw. Uh, eight. Fuck y'all. Uh, that's going to be... Where my damage going? Oh, 2d6 thunder damage. Not lightning damage. It's thunder damage. Yeah. So they're, they got a... Ha- oh my god. It's only six. It's okay. They were damaged. They've been fight- we've been fighting for a while. So you uh, gesture at the leading SUV, and a thunderclap issues from inside of it, and you blow the SUV into bits. You explode it like a grenade, and it shrapnels. And roll again damage because you shrapnel the SUV behind it. That's just two d six again. Yeah. Ah, uh, seven. Ah, uh, so the first SUV explodes from the inside with a thunderclap, just a wave of uh, uh, sonic force explodes from the inside, shrapnels the SUV, and bits of flying metal shrapnel into the SUV behind it, and a spinning blade of metal decapitates the driver. Oh, okay. (laughs) That's not what I was going for. You were trying to use your explosive magic to tickle them? No, I just wanted to give them all migraines now. I just didn't think I'd decapitate anybody. (laughs) No, I think you're thinking of mind spike. Thunderclap is an explosion. Fair, yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, thunder damage d- doubles on constructs, which cars are. Oh, I didn't know that. Doesn't that say that in the spell description? I uh, no, no, it doesn't. It does not say that. Well, they are weak to thunder damage in the stats I wrote up, so. Yeah. Oh, well, I wish I hadn't known that earlier. <laughs> There's a lot of things I'm surprised about Laura, <laughs> Lauren's play, considering all the metal things chasing you guys. Um, Ed, it's your turn. <laughs> I, th- I think what you're trying to allude to there. Um... <laughs> Uh, Pond's car is like adjacent to us behind us, correct? Uh, yeah, she has pulled. She had to. So when her flamethrower tank got exploded, she had to take a turn off getting away yeah. to, to make sure she wasn't going to die. And she came back. Cool. Uh, cool. Uh, Ed's going to kind of get out of his seat, roll to the back of the car since there's basically an easy opening there. <laughs> flip, out a dagger, flip out a dagger into his hand and attack the hood of Pond's car with booming blade. Okay. Oh, snap. That's thunder damage. Uh, yes. Oh, no. <laughs> um, okay, so I crit. Um, and since there's allies kind of basically adjacent, um, I also do sneak attack. Uh-huh. So, here's, so, so here comes the damage from his dagger. It is 2d4 plus 2d6 plus 2d8 damage plus 4. 28 damage to the hood of Pond's car, some of which is thunder damage. Um, in fact, 14 of which is thunder damage. All right, paint me that picture. So there's a muscle car behind the loser mobile. The loser mobile has a gaping hole in the back. This muscle car has the big V8 engine sticking out of the hood, pumping fire and smoke. And there's like half of the corner is missing where one of the tanks exploded. Uh, but you can see 
pond looking at you through the smoke. Her emotions are calmed, which is why she hasn't been more extreme. She has other weapons on this car, but I've, I've taken that into account. Um, you have a booming blade. What do you do? Uh, basically, Ed kind of rolls out, is knelt at the back of the loser mobile, looking through the opening straight at pond. Um, before he actually, you know, lands the attack on the hood of the car, he will actually briefly use message to communicate to her telepathically, effectively saying, Sorry about this, Pond, but I can't let you catch us. And then his hand holding what looks like a relatively small dagger flips out, so it's held sort of uh, downward, so he's going to stab down with his fist into the hood of the car. As he moves, the sound barrier starts to break around the knife itself as it pierces through the hood of the car, and then a pulse of just force thunder energy just blasts directly into the engine block of the car. Okay, so you, so you stab through the big silver engine block. Yeah. All right. So that explodes. <laughs> um, and also on top of that, if they willingly move before the start of my next turn, they take a bonus 2d8 damage. Um, no, she's toast. Actually, what's going to happen is yeah. a Booker has to make a dexterity saving throw to dodge the flaming wreckage of Pawn's car as it flies back at him. Uh, three, he fails, so now he's going to take damage. Two. I hope that doesn't kill Pond outright. First of all, 14 damage for Booker. Now, do you give the... Yeah. So, mm-hmm. let's, just, let's just establish this. You gave her sufficient warning that you were about to blow up her spot, right? Yeah, I gave her warning. I mean, basically, I, I, I paused there, knife drawn, kind of knife pointed down at the hood, looked at her dead in the, fi- in the eyes, and then basically messaged her to indicate, I can't let you catch us before I made the move to attack. So my assumption is that as I move to a stab, she equally quickly opens the door, dives out of the car and rolls across the ground out of the way as the car just explodes and rolls off. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, you took the time to give her a message. She jumps out just as the front of her car becomes a a hellfire steel tornado and the car does a backflip into the Humvee that's chasing after it hits off the front does 14 damage. Uh, Frank, you're on the floor of that car. You hear the, the muscle car hit off the front of the Humvee. Um, that sounded scary. Yeah, I do not have a seatbelt on down here. <laughs> you do not. Uh, there are only two things left. There's the Humvee, which has taken some damage, and then there is the Inevitable, which is flying overhead watching this. It hasn't attacked yet. It is just ominously flying over. <laughs> so what a, what, a, what a time to fucking crit on a, on a knife attack. That's 1d4 became 28 damage. And actually, the best part, by the way, for it, because nobody can see... Um, I I uh, rolled minimum damage on the knife damage, which was just I rolled two total damage on that. It would have been just shy if the flamethrower thing wouldn't have happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, it is Reese's turn. Reese, you just see the fireball explode out of the back as uh, Ed like pulls himself back in with a knife. He stabbed a car to death. <laughs> Like Ed's going all freaking like action hero esque when it comes to just like shooting and stabbing things. Uh, okay, yeah, this is good. So I want to uh, look back, and it's Booker's the one in the, the Humvee, right? Yes, the only named combatant left is Booker in the Humvee. Uh, so I'm gonna throw back a, a vicious mockery at him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Thirteen to AC. I believe it's a saving throw. Oh, yeah, it is. I don't know why I put that on there. So, yeah, it's a wisdom saving throw. Uh, I rolled 13, too! Well, that's too low. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, roll 20 made up its mind. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, he's going to take two psychic damage. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's, it's roll 2d4. So you roll the second one because you're above level five. 
So three damage. <laughs> uh, and I'm going to toss back. What's a super garbage beam to just distract them uh, with Troll right face. Uh, no, I, it, she like throws back the, uh, she's going to throw back the like Burger King foot lettuce oh. beam. Like it's just <laughs> oh. like a whole written out version of the entire fucking speech. I don't know that what that means. <laughs> you got to watch meme compilations. I absolutely will not. <laughs> All right. Well, he gets hit with Burger King foot lettuce. <laughs> Isn't that the one where they just stand in the bins of lettuce? No, it's some specific guy who's talking about it. Okay. See, that's, that's up there with, like, reading out the Pacogram fitness test speech. The other, uh, did you also explain the other effect that it does, uh, Chris? Uh, basically, the whole disadvantage of the next attack will they make. Yep. I'm not honestly attempting that part. I'm trying to provide Frank a level of distraction for Booker that can potentially allow him to get the upper hand here. Okay. It's, it deals fucking four damage, so, or three damage, so I'm not trying to hurt this guy that much. I'm right, 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 right. I, I know. I'm the mosquito in his soup. All right. Speaking of that, it is Frank's turn. Frank, you are uh, prone inside of this Humvee, and you hear Booker say under his breath, like, that meme old as fuck. <laughs> uh, so I'm pinned down by his foot, right? Chomp it. Your hands are still free, and you can still speak. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. I I have a spell that I think I can do while pinned down by a foot. Um, I'm I'm going to attempt to cast Vampiric Touch, which is a spell I don't think I've used yet. Oh, God. Ooh, so I'm, oh, I'm going to be flavoring this as the holodeck card um, Count Dadula. And it's, <laughs> and it's just like clearly like Perfect. some middle-aged dad in a like cheap vampire costume with like some plastic fangs in like bleh. Sorry, casting is a third or fourth level spell out of curiosity. I'm, I'm going to do this as my last um, third level slot. Okay. So yeah, so that's a d20 plus eight I roll. Yep, that's your attack roll against. Uh, 24. Sweet Christmas. 3d6 necrotic damage. You absolutely hit. Did you just stab him in the leg with your trading card? I, I, I activate my trading card, then slot in some plastic vampire teeth, and I bite him on the leg. <laughs> what the fuck, Frank? <laughs> um, what is this? Uh, 3d6. Uh, somehow somehow that was more disturbing than my idea of just actually sucking his blood out with a card. So seven, uh, seven damage, which is not great. I do heal three back, I suppose? Yep. You do, yes. You heal back half the damage you do, and as long as you maintain concentration, you can make that attack every turn for the next minute. I'm going to keep the uh, the concentration up for the time being. All right, uh, so now it is bad guy's turn. Uh, only person left is Booker, who pulls out his sidearm and shoots Frank. Uh... Pew. Pew. Wait, 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 wait. Don't, don't, you have, don't you have that power that makes people redirect their attacks against you? I think both of them missed. Do you want to make him re-roll things he missed? No, I'm not going to make him re-roll them, but, like, yeah. I, I'm i the only... If he shoots directly at me, I can just deflect those bullets, because there's... Yay. Make make him a t make him, make the bolt, I don't know, hit a part of the car that will disable it. I, I, I don't think that I can do that. I can redirect it at another, at another combatant. Ah... Uh. All right, so the flavor is you used your uh, conduit of protection to shield yourself from the bullets, even though you're not actually activating the mechanical benefit. Yeah, I'm just lying there on the floor like, ah, I am the bulletproof man. You cannot shoot, so shoot someone in your own foot well. 
<laughs> he is very shook by that because he just pulls out a gun. He had a gun on his hip. He pulls it out, just aims it. He's not even taking yeah. his eyes off the road and just bam, bam, just thinks he domed you twice. And then you're just like, let him out. Go point you again <laughs> in a minute, bruh. Hmm. All right. And the Gatling gun on top of the Humvee goes off of its own accord. It's uh, hitting the loser mobile. Everyone, dexterity saving throws. <laughs> no, I'm not going to roll that. Oh, let's see here. 16 for Ed. 20. 14. <laughs> only four and half is two so you got he's he's very distracted you guys are only getting slightly peppered mm. <laughs> he's lightly peppering your angus uh and lenora it is your turn we got a lot of bullets sitting around here in the car <laughs> could you use your magnetism to just shoot them all like back at the car that booker's in or could you just magnetize the gun off say, be careful i am in that car dad'll be fine don't shoot daddy right <laughs> I was going to use Toll the Dead on him. 22. Motherfucker. He's so wise. He's really not. He only had plus two. I know. Every time every time he dodges a spell, he gives like a Confucius message at the end. <laughs> He's just like, phew, dodge that one. It's because I was like, water. <laughs> Ask not for whom the bell tolls. The bell tolls for thee. Ow, stop biting me. <laughs> My leg. Um, it's a cantrip, so there's nothing. Ed, it's your turn. Yeah, the problem is I can't use Booming Blade on ranged attacks. Because part of my one idea was like, jump on the hood of Booker's car and attack the Gatling gun with Booming Blade. Mm-hmm. Which is, a, which is an idea. Not a good one. But the safer option for the time being, especially because I don't want to heal Frank outright, is just to have um, Ed and Martis both just take shots at the tires on um, Booker's car. Basically, the... the on the left tire on Booker's car to make the car kind of skew off the road. Uh, 12, miss. Second attack, 26. Hits. Yep. Six, wow, max, 16 damage to the front uh, left tire on uh, on Booker's car. Yep, and it also took severe damage from Pawn's car slamming into it. Uh, so it actually starts listing really severely to the left and is in danger of being left behind with Frank. Um... Reese, it uh, sounds like it's your turn. It looks like God, you, no. you're going to get away from Booker, but you're going to leave Frank behind. I can't do that. So I guess I want to try to do uh, driving proficiency to like try to maintain as much forward momentum as I can while I try to basically mirror the direction that their car is going in so it, it keeps like a stable place for Frank to try to get back to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, seven. So it's not, not great. Nope. So you start turning into the curve. Um, as the Humvee veers off the road deeper into the desert, you start passing cactuses. Uh, a vulture gives you a weird look <laughs> um, as you guys go re- like deeper into the desert. Um, with a seven, you fail. And as you start coming closer to the Humvee, maybe to retrieve Frank, uh, the inevitable lands in front of your car. What do you do? How big is the inevitable? Like seven feet tall? Like a just just a real big, hefty dude. They're made out of what? Uh, They're metal? Not just metal, but metal from the plane of metal. Metal but shaped by the hands of God. So the most metal of all metals. Correct. All right, I'm not, I don't want to lose Frank. Can I like uh, shout out to Lenore to see if she can lift this dude up and I can try to drive underneath him? If he's like the most metal of metals, then the most magnetisms of magnetisms could potentially lift it up. Well, I guess I'm going to try and pick him up and throw him with my magnet 
brain. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you just use magnetism to throw the inevitable? Sure. He does not resist. He lets you throw him back into the sky. Okay, bye. <laughs> he, he eventually, the momentum stops and he starts floating back over. Um, you guys see the Humvee uh, changes its angle and tries to cut you off as the ine- inevitable comes back. And Booker, and Booker basically starts trying to drag Frank out of the Humvee at gunpoint. Uh, okay. That's, that's super good for me, actually. Yeah, I think we're just gonna have a showdown in the desert now. I think the combat is over. Mm-hmm. So the Humvee stops, Booker pulls Frank out at gunpoint, the inevitable's floating its way back down here leisurely, as if it's not particularly bothered. Okay, so we're out of combat right now, huh? Pretty much, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna misty step away. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Booker pulls you out, he has a gun at your head, and then you're just gone? Yep, I'm just gone. Uh, if I if I if I need it to get if, if I need more distance to get back to the group, I will back to back misty step them but benign transposition if I have to. All right. As you do that, he tries to shoot at you in the second you appear. Um, ten. That misses, huh? Uh, yeah, that misses. All right. Sorry, I like this. Uh, Frank, he has you by the scruff of your neck. He has the gun. He's like, don't you move. And then you're gone. <laughs> you appear for a second. He takes a shot, misses, and you disappear again. Uh, I assume you appear inside the loser mobile. Yeah, I appear with the rest of the team in the loser mobile. Um, Booker shouts out like, y'all take off. I'm going to light you up. That's all right. We'll uh, we'll deal with you. It's all good. The gun swivels. <laughs> I want to throw the inevitable at him. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, why don't you make a charisma attack to enforce your uh, will on the accuracy of this throw? Yeah, it's a six. You got a six. So you miss, but that's very funny. Uh, you <laughs> use your magnetic uh, conduit powers to throw the inevitable at Booker. Um, <laughs> what actually happens is the inevitable just uses his magics to redirect himself. He just floats because he has the ab- abilities to do that um, wide, not slamming into Booker. But then it, it does a uh, basically an aerial U-turn and lands next to Booker. Can I throw an SUV at him? I just want to throw things at things. Uh, I mean, the SUVs are in flaming wreckages like miles back. Okay, too far away. Yeah. And I could just throw SUVs. I thought that'd be too big. I want to try something, but it's very risky for a role that has a a very flat plus three to it. But I want to try to, like, fish hook turn and hit his car with, like, enough force to, like, basically flip it. Mm Mm-hmm. And like knock, like basically put him on his side so his his gun's just worthless because it can only shoot in one, you know, in one axis. And now it's pointing at the sky. Yeah. So why don't you make a driving proficiency? Does anyone else have a better idea though? Because I need to stress there is a very low chance of this succeeding. And if I do this, we're just we're stopped at that point. This show is about us making up cool stuff for an audience. So if you have a cool idea and you don't say it, it's basically like you're stealing from the audience. The only idea that I had was for Ed to basically talk Booker out of pursuing them any further. We'll try that in a second. Try your cool car thing. All right. (laughs) Ten. Uh, No, that's not enough to flip a Humvee. (laughs) What about... Hold on. Yeah. What about now? All right, so Reese, you... (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) Reese, you Tokyo drift the loser mobile with a flaming hole in the back into the side of the Humvee. Did I make a cannon that as Reese attempts to do this, she goes into the my family line again? Yes. Um, you hit it going at a pretty good clip, but you stop dead because this is a very dense military, uh, pseudo military vehicle. And the loser mobile comes to a stop. 
but you are too close for the gun to swivel and shoot you. So you've kind of solved that problem. Mm-hmm. Um, Booker and the inevitable walk over to the loser mobile. Uh, Booker has a gun. The inevitable doesn't have any weapons. Um, and it just stands there quietly as Booker says, really y'all. <laughs> I try. The last thing I want to do is cast some big, big old spell in your face and try and, uh, take you down now, but is there any, is there any way that, that we walk away from this peacefully without having to fight you? The inevitable says, Oathbreaker! And Booker says, <laughs> hooks a thumb at him and says what he said. Oh, jeez. Can you just make another fake ring and give it to them? <laughs> <laughs> it seems like he follows, feels like he just follows the word of the law, and you're like, oops, I took this back, here it is again. I cannot be a party. To falsehoods. No, it's the real ring. You don't realize it. Uh, the inevitable just reaches out and yanks the door of the loser mobile off. Oh, jeez. Can I start try to start driving again? <laughs> During this, Frank is turning his actual wedding ring over and over in his pocket, just anxiously kind of turning it. I wanna, I'm going to try to drive off. This is an escalation, but I'm going to try and thunderclap the inevitable. Uh, so it's standing next to the car. You'd be f- thunderclapping everyone. Okay. Yeah, because everyone everyone within a five-foot radius of the center point of it has to do the saving throw. Um, Skitch, you know, like, D&D numbers things. Is fighting an inevitable in our current state a smart thing for us to do? No. 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 <laughs> it's not at all. Yeah, so... That's why, that's, why, that's why my proposal was for Ed to talk to Booker. Um... I, w- I want to try to peel off because that's I want to try to get us out of this situation. I know they're going to chase, but it it could potentially create a gap where we could use thunderclap and not be in the immediate direction. All right, so you make a dri- dri- you're going to make a driving proficiency check contested by the inevitable strength because he's just going to try to hold on to the to the vehicle. All right, numbers sixteen. Don't fail me now. Twelve. Fuck. Uh, Reese, you slam the pedal to the floor, giving everything it has. You go as fast as the loser mobile can go, and it does not budge an inch as the inevitable holds onto it with one hand. <laughs> Reese is loudly singing the theme song to fucking uh, what's the fucking the driving anime? Initial D. Uh, initial D. <laughs> yeah, she's got like the initial D theme going, like almost like saying it, like because she's confident this is gonna work. Um, I would say he picks it up off the ground, but that might bend the frame. And I, I'm hoping you guys could keep this vehicle after this episode. Oh, this vehicle's fucked. He took the back door off, right? Uh, you, uh, Reese took the back door off. Reese didn't. <laughs> Reese caused an action that caused a flamethrower <laughs> explosion to take the door off. Okay, I just want to throw metal at the inevitable's face. What metal can I throw at its face? The door that it took off from the car. That's what I was trying to say. Okay, he took the yeah, door. Yeah, the, the side door. That's it fine. Took off one of the I'm going to throw it at his yeah. face. All right, charisma attack. Yeah, that'd be 19. So that'd yeah. be 19. Suck it. Yep, that hits. Um, may, I don't have a <laughs> torn off car door stats, but make it as if it was like D10, D12. I mostly just want to get him let go. It's only three. It's only three. So you use your conduit of magnetism to throw the car door at him and it banks him. It banks off the back of his head and he just sw- turns slowly and looks at you, Lenora, and says, Oathbreaker. I didn't promise anything. Technicality. At, at this point, Frank is just going to is just going to get out the car and just he's going to hand over his actual wedding ring and just look to the group and go. We should not have had to deal with all this. I 
I should have done. I should have done this when this started. Uh, so you hand over your real wedding ring to the inevitable. Yeah. It says, "Do you swear your oath that this deal is conducted in good faith?" Uh, yes. I was gonna say I do. That's <laughs> kind of upsetting word choice to use <laughs> right now. I know. I like that. Please hand your ring over and say I do. I uh, I I I do. Uh, the inevitable makes a kind of uh, magical hand gesture, a somatic gesture, and some magic happens in the air, um, and it takes the wedding ring from you. At this point, Frank's just going to silently get back into the uh, the loser mobile. Booker says, y'all crackers be wild now, for real. <laughs> it was good seeing you too, Booker. <laughs> he claps you on the shoulder. <laughs> By the way, um... Pond is probably a few miles back. You might want to pick her up on your way back there. Yeah, she's blowing my phone up. <laughs> he pulls out. He's like, yeah, I get 16 messages. I saw you. I saw you. Idiot. <laughs> and he starts walking back over to his Humvee. Ed just sort of does like some sort of like mock salute sort of gesture towards him. It's a gesture that seems to have that seems to make sense between the two of them and no one else in the vehicle. And then he sort of just slumps back in this in a seat. Rubbing his face a little bit. Lenara's gonna start smoking a blunt. <laughs> it sounds like Lenara. George, you weren't recording that one, were you? If so, delete it. <laughs> no, George is taking a nap. Beep boop. He slept through the whole thing. <laughs> um, uh, does anybody want to address that Reese got shot in the face and eyes and neck multiple times? <laughs> yeah, please. Book just not when Booker's around. That's all. Now Booker gets in the Humvee and says like. Don't come back to New Nest Wind, idiots. It peels out. While Booker tries to drive off, um, Ed's got a message to him. Just try and stop me, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, he takes off. He's going to collect Pond. He didn't have any feelings about all those other guys you wasted. So what the fuck, Reese? I'm sorry. I tried. I'm not the greatest driver. I tried to drive no, straight. Just, no, and safe. no, 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 no. It was the it bullets. Was, we were at speed limits. You just ate like a thousand bullets. The fuck? Well, yeah, of course I did. What is. Where? Where? How? Who? What? When? Where? Why? Ed shifts to Martis, and Martis will just say, This has to This has to do with your, your condition, doesn't it? It's because I'm a were rat. They're like immune to bullets and things that aren't silver or magical. So, you know, oh. does it really hurt? It's still scary. Right, right. I don't think I may be able to let go of this driving, the steering wheel for a couple days. It's it's okay. You can drive back at your own pace. We're not at a threat anymore, Reese. Are you okay in future if someone tries to shoot us if I redirect the bullets at you? <laughs> well, I mean, it's a little dangerous because if it's a magic bullet, then it would just kill me. Okay, if we're aware it's not a magic bullet, <laughs> can I redirect it at you? That might be too dangerous of a proposition to make on the fly there, Frank, to be fully is honest. Any, is anybody else just imagining the little tiny blunders called the magic bullet <laughs> flying at Reese? Because... <laughs> it's gonna chop all your veggies. Yeah. Sorry, we had to go through that there, everyone. I My bad on the whole there. Uh bluff thing there. Nah, it was a decision we all made. It's understandable what you did there, Frank. I don't I don't think that anyone's going to fault you for that. I don't think anyone expected Parker to pull those sort of stops. 
Usually he doesn't have to do operations that far outside of Nesswind, and, well, this is what happens. I really should have just handed over, because I nearly died twice today. I wasn't going to try and have that happen a third time. It's, be- it's better that I walk home. <laughs> it's three hours by car. I don't think you're going to walk home. Better that I get home, you dear. Words. <laughs> um, speaking of which, we're probably going to have to get some repairs done for this thing once we get back. But I'm pretty sure us coming back with a car wrecked up like this and us all still alive will give some sort of street cred with the people back in Valentine. Forrest will love it. <laughs> Anybody want to smoke this blunt? I really, really do. <laughs> okay. Not in my car. Puff, puff, pass. <laughs> it's okay. It, it, at least the windows are open this time. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys uh, slowly and pathetically pull out <laughs> of the desert. You're just like sad horn as Reese pulls the loser mobile back onto the road and goes back to Valentine. You guys are met by like cameras and stuff because as soon as you cross into the city, someone calls the reporters and they see you and you guys have to walk by all the flash bulbs um as everyone's like yelling at you they're like quick draw quick draw can you tell us what happened rat girl we love you just another day saving valentine ed ed obviously has a lot of dents and sort of dings from well getting hit with a slew of bullets you got down to 17 hit points so oh so low (laughs) (laughs) I, i have 64 hit points that's a lot of hit points to lose yeah, so the press is yelling stuff. Do you guys want to make any statements? They've all seen the video, and they're just, like, really hyped up about it. Deliberately, no. In fact, I'm going to try to avoid as much cameras as possible. Like, if this is after the car's parked, I'm turned into a rat, and I'm, I'm disappearing somewhere. Okay. Uh, Lenora is going to be reckless and a baller. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take a drag on a blunt and be like, yeah, the message is don't fuck with Team Loser. And they they all just started flipping out and a thousand more pictures a second and everyone's writing up the headlines. I'm posing. <laughs> Frank Frank's just gonna say, I'm just glad I can leave a slightly better world for my kids. <laughs> Someone yells, That's not a good clickbait headline. <laughs> <laughs> we need that we need those clicks. Quick draw, we need those clicks. Phrase it as ten things I'm glad this world is better at because of my actions, number five will shock you. <laughs> um okay, how's this for a clickbait headline? Um You'll never believe who had to win at Hollow Deck to save the world this week. <laughs> I think the actual headline is just in quotes, don't fuck with Team Loser, and a picture of Lenora posing. And then there's a video like a video link. That's ever because you know how online journalism is. There's like two sentences, like you wouldn't believe this. They just like the YouTube video. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking, what would Rihanna do? Mm. And I feel like that's what Rihanna would do. Nice. Yeah, and Ed, Ed's just sort of walking into the administrative building, trying to keep a lowish profile, but he also is wearing a nice suit that has a bunch of bullet holes in it <laughs> and and scorch marks and such on it from just from the fire and the bullets and stuff. So he looks like he's just been roughed up pretty heavily. It's bullet couture. Shout out to Forrest LeVay Westerly, who's uh, pretty heckin' rad. All right, so you guys make your way into the administrative building, uh, which is the Supreme Court. You guys make your way to a conference room. Uh, handsome Chris is there. Thank God. Oh, he's so handsome. I fucking love this guy. I want to high five him. Uh, <laughs> are you still a little tiny rat? It's radically out of character for Reese right now, but she's going to high five him. Well, she's, I think, she's I in th- the building th- away th- from th- the th- press. I, th- I, th- I, th- I think you mean 
radically <laughs> out of character. <laughs> yeah, I hate you. Uh, <laughs> okay, you high five handsome Chris as a rat. Uh, yeah. Um, and he says, uh, Justice Alistair will be here any minute. <clears throat> How are you doing, handsome Chris? <laughs> How'd you get so handsome? Oh, God. <laughs> what do you like to do in your free time? Tell us about yourself. <laughs> do, what, what do you, what, so, so, so what is your secret to handsomeness, okay? I'm uh, going to have to call HR. <laughs> this <laughs> is a violation. Um, so he actually goes back with a laptop and sets it up. And he's uh, like sets up a video conference call and like pushes the start button and walks out of the room. And on the screen, you see Justice Alistar um, on a beach chair on a beach. I knew it. Sipping daiquiris. Yes, uh, daiquiris, umbrella drink. But she's still wearing her wig, please. Yes. Her barrister's wig. She's still wearing a barrister's wig. She's on a beach somewhere. Um, you hear seagulls in the background. And she says, Team Loser, I hear you've had a successful mission. I haven't watched the YouTube video myself. I don't truck much with non-procedural crime fiction. Same. <laughs> I was specifically calling Lauren out, basically. <laughs> uh, she takes a she takes a sip from her daiquiri or whatever, and she says, "I'm going to be in Lorelei for several months, so I'm gonna have to leave things to you all there." I take it um, you don't have any complaints about our arrangement. I'm gonna complain that I don't have one of those daiquiris. That looks fresh. <laughs> Had some Chris, please daiquiris. <laughs> yes, Chris. Uh, he, he changes into like a waiter's tux and then comes back with drinks. Oh, don't belittle yourself like this, handsome Chris. You deserve more. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just a waiter's tux. It's like a tearaway tux. Like he's he's other hustle is he's like a stripper. Yes, he's too handsome. He's handsome, so obviously you should. But go back to school. Get your degree. Mm-hmm. You deserve this. Mm. Take a chance on yourself. <laughs> he's literally just Ch- Channing Tatum. I knew it. I'm sorry. That's who it is. <laughs> All right, that's fair enough. I'm very, I'm able to live this vision for myself. <laughs> so he gets you guys drinks. And uh, Justice Alistar says, we'll have a new assignment for you as soon as the loser mobile gets fixed up. But um, in the meantime, I'm going to need you all to start pulling a little bit more weight here in an administrative capacity. But why? Oh, I, 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 listen, I can't wait to file paperwork and determine whether an injunction should be followed through or not. Or would you let prefer for us to oversee some arbitration cases? No, not that administrative capacity. That's for clerks and interns. Oh, are we going in the call center? <laughs> Please. Hello, Valentine Power and Light. How am I going to help you today? Parking tickets. Is that what we're going to follow up on? No, I need you all to head up strategy for the upcoming power struggle. I don't have time for it. Uh, I hear Beatrice has her eye on the manufacturing branch, and Richard is going to uh, dot some I's and cross some T's with military. Him and Heller went way back, so things are progressing, and I just don't have time to take care of it. So, you four, you're very popular. You're the face of the brand. Please, uh, start brainstorming strategies for our takeovers. Sure. Yeah, that sounds like I can do. Something. Wait, 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 wait. So, 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 your proposition is that we take over the currently unseated branches of Crown at your behest, while you enjoy it up over the land of 
forests and glitter gold, among other things. Yes, I hired you to be spokesman, so speak! Hi, I'm speaking. Okay. For the brand, not now. (laughs) The brand is going to be involved in a lot of blunts now. Oh, <laughs> I don't think so. My only, my only concern is that it may be more than just a a battle of wits, depending on how things pan out, especially if Bo is involved. Worrying is for hourly employees. Please, act salaried. Are we salaried? <laughs> of course. We're salaried non-exempt, so it's the worst of both worlds. So we work 80 hours a week, but only get paid for 40? Okay, so this is a real thing about judges. Is that it, yeah. They don't do that much work. Maybe this will come back and bite me for saying this on a recording. But <laughs> wait, like, 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 just you, oh, oh, a little that. mini disc shows up at your professors and they're like, Just bleep it. We need to talk about this. You say we don't do much work. I'm just saying hmm. interns and externs and clerks, they do their legal research. They write up the memos. They make recommendations. Uh, the court basically runs itself. Um, I don't know if you guys saw the uh, confirmation hearings for the federal judge appointees over this last year. But when they asked the judges questions to see if they were qualified for the jobs, none of them knew the answers. And I did. <laughs> so... I'm just saying, there's a certain kind of hands-off judge, and these are. Lo- I, I think your I think your sample size might still be a pretty bad one, though. For some reason, I can't tell why. Also, it's a lifetime position, so yes. I, I'm, mm-hmm. All I'm saying is, she can drink daiquiris on a beach for years, and it's she still gets paid. Doesn't matter. It, it's it's basic. It's basically instant super tenuredism, you know. Um, but I don't know. Do you guys want a company? I'll take a company. Or two, or three. She's asking us to basically run the administrative branch. Yeah, but be like the public spokesman for it, correct? No, I think. She, well, uh, I think on top of that, we're effectively running the administrative administrative branch. Yeah, she wants you to do her job for her. Yeah, but but the part I'm being trying to be clear on is that we're acting as the voice of the administration branch in that time. Yeah, she'll rubber stamp basically whatever. Yeah, she's not even. Gonna, she's not going to read any paperwork you send her. Okay. Uh, that's why I think it's beyond just that. We're basically, we're the heads of administration right now as a group. And her expectation is you guys are going to start taking over the other branches. Cool. Because you guys know Beatrice is, well, she's a conduit now and very powerful. And Solomon's probably up to some shit. But besides that, you guys are like the next biggest player. Okay. So, brainstorms. Ideas? I take it renaming the branch is not under our... <laughs> the loser branch. <laughs> the loser branch has a rig to it, and it ties, theming-wise, the team loser. So, first lesson, focus testing. <laughs> I'll, I'll, ha- I'll have Handsome Chris set you up with the group. Handsome Chris! <laughs> okay. Well, you're, you're trying to... Get as much as we can out of this, right? Make administration sort of like the biggest branch that's out there. Gotta maximize that profit. Well, I mean, if we're the sort of justice department in administration, wouldn't it be good to, like, bring people who are are doing crime to justice? But to be clear, you will still remain in your superhero capacity. I already have the action figure deal side. We can't take that back. 
wouldn't it be very good for us to bring to justice someone who has notably killed someone and has been waving around the power to do so? Apprehending a murderer tests very well. What if the murderer is another head? That's going to take more than just legal precedent to pull off, I assume. Hmm, I'm intrigued. Go on. If we can bring down uh, Beatrice Beauregard, then we could stop a known criminal, and it would allow you to continue to expand administration's control over the crown. (laughs) What crimes has Bo committed besides being incredibly dashing? We have an eyewitness report that she's killed people. With a single word. That's a powerful word I've heard. Mm. Everybody's heard about her, bird. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go back to this vacation. I leave it to you to investigate this fully. Report to Handsome Chris. He'll get the relevant details to me. I'll always report to Handsome Chris. First first action of power, I want to give Handsome Chris a raise. <laughs> <laughs> and, a, and and a company car. We'll make we'll make him the CHO, the chief handsome officer. Now you're thinking like a jobs creator. June 2018. Credits. Oh, it's June already? Goddamn. I'm sorry. I'm Austin Yorsky. This is Credits. You're Lauren Morgan. This is Credits. Wow, Credits. This is our intro, always. <laughs> it's always Wow Credits. Wow Credits. Uh, music this month. Transversion, an arrangement of theme from Ghost and Goblins by Overclock. Goblins. Remit. Goblins. Catch him in bed with a goblin. <laughs> no! Kissing goblins. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Overclock Remix, thank you. Also, Badass, an arrangement of One Week Angel from Final Fantasy VII. Also, Overclock Remix. And finally, Redesign Your Logo by Lemon Demon, a.k.a. Neil Sisierga. Catches catches stuff. Catch the wave. Crave the wave. Gotta listen to that music. I feel like you're getting it down because you did it extra fast this month. The music? Yeah, you like got it out so fast. Wow, gotta go fast. You're like Sianic. I like that guy. Is it? They're making a movie out of that. Have you heard about that? Yeah, there's somebody who shouldn't be in it that was gonna be in it as like a person that was friends with Sonic, right? Uh, inappropriate for the credits recording. Anyway, executive producers, June 2018. You want to read? Joseph Tombrello. Oh gosh, I thought you were gonna say yes. I want to read, and then I would. No, start. we're doing it. We're just doing it. Okay, well, Joseph Tombrello gets two, and then I'm gonna say Extellaris. Random web person. Jade. Jesse Young. Devin Smith. Sivard Nakasimova. Arna Helgadotter. Brent. Every episode of Dice Funk. Goatly. The Cult of Gorfanax. Paul Mullen. Dr. Goatman. Toshira Kuro. Andrew Grothin. Levi the Young. Kevin Dobbins. Anthony Silver. Morgan Rapp. Mess it up every time. Morgan Rapp. Morgan Rapp. Jane Magnet. Harley Astor. Garrett. Ryan Brown. Bronze Oni. Andrew Fallow. Andrew Falu, conduit of mediocrity itself. Puck. <laughs> From Shakespeare. <laughs> I Ionis. Soy my name Nicolopolis. Gosh. You put this in this order on purpose. Gotta can let things smell. Shrek. It's ogre. You got Shrek. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs>
<laughs> Joaquin Groening. Jerry Flowers. Jess Vall Singh. John Barnett. Q Cumber. Hustle Bones. Killer Cotton Shizno. Nicholas Dominic. Isaac Aravello. Yam. Anna Michael. Andrew Birmingham. Gina Helver. Douglas Williamson. The Most Wise Guru. Z. It's Z2361-9. Oh, it was so far over, I didn't even notice. Quench the, quench the void. No, I will not quench the void. You must. Adorkable smile. No, I'll quench it. Vizzy Huggles. J. Logan, conduit of queerness itself. Yes. <laughs> I thought you were going to say same. <laughs> same, but yes. The cast of Dungeons the Gathering. Madison Lilith McKenzie. The Notorious Stoltz. Victoria Melito. Scotty Vilhard. Aline. Mazjin. Criterion. Einar Johansson. Carter Rayner. Major Tem. Matthew B. Hare. Jorgen, conduit of name butchering. Wenwick Ford. Listen, we're doing our best. <laughs> we try really hard. I know, but it's good though. I like that everyone's adopted our lore as their naming convention and also that they keep owning us. Those They're are two owning very good us, things. Uh, please. Too much owning. Never too much owning. Joy, Joy Fox. Fox. Joy Fox. Rizumi Yazera. Albert West. Ken Firstall. Eleanor Nanante Sees Periton. Scott Cummings. Starlight Glimmer Did Nothing Wrong. Juman Jack. Melly Tish. Arjun DeKonig. Grimlock. John Potts. No Sudret. Zephasaurus. Elderly Goose. Salad Child. Seraph Stone. Castor UK. Aki Savalainen. The Paladin's Wife. Florian H. The Meat Copter Brigade. I don't know if that's a reference to something or if it's just awesome. It just awesome. sounds really metal. Yeah. The Meat Copter Brigade. I'm just going to say it again because it's very good. Junk 2.0. The Hadsels. Dominic Bowden. Melissa Nielsen. Don. Connor Reynolds. Pruitt Holcomb. Artemis BJJ. Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu in Bristol. Francois V. Shanus. Dennis Pancake Detlefsen. Miko Kirko. <laughs> Miko from Finland. Miko from Finland. Dennis Bankston. Josh Mosier. Indigo Van Dane. Five Purple Wands? <laughs> That's another good band name. Uh, Sydney Marzing. Just the Jester. Brady Warner. Kitty Foe. James Neely. Marissa Donaldson. M. Joe. Lana Seawolf. Lana Seawolf. Lana? I feel like I say it one way or the other every time, and I feel like no matter how I say it, you always correct me because I feel like you're out to own me. No, it's Lana, like Lan party. Lan. Yeah. Listen, I'm going to cry. No, no, <laughs> not during There's the credits. There's no crying in credits. There's okay. no crying in credits. Uh, Toby Gleason Stack. Matthew Weber. Melissa Booker. Cameron Abbas. Dylan. Anna Stolfar. Sean, the host of Punk Dunk Plays. Harrison Andrew. Christopher Charlow. Dorrit. Vigor Arnston. Cody Jackson. That's all of them. We really fucked up this month. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I did my best. In our defense, mm-hmm. neither of us should be awake. That's true. Um, so other stuff that we do on this part is I say patreon.com slash Austin Yorski. That's me. Fish Shark Marketing edit- ended that other show I did. So this, oh, is, this is my income now. So... That's oh, the thing. Help him, please. Please help the boy. Also, patreon.com slash weekly manga recap for Chris. Uh, Bandcamp.sketch.sketch.sketch.bandcamp.sketch. Bandcamp.sketch.com for sketch. Yes. I know. Mm-hmm. I had to continue the joke. Dot com slash sketch. Yeah. Lower K Buzz. Everywhere. And also, kotaku.uk. Right? Dot, co- dot, co- dot co. Dot co. Dot UK. UK. 
Websites. Websites. Um, what else? Oh, we also got. I just gotta say, we don't do this every month because I'm an idiot. But we just some phenomenal fan art out there. Um, we just had. Oh, a, yeah. Yeah. It's all want, good. You want to talk about it? Uh, I like it. <laughs> Specifically, though, uh, people finished up the um, tarot project for last season. Yeah, I've been seeing some of those. That's fucking baller, guys. It's like, very good. What the fuck. Uh, so shout out to uh, Save Arden, uh, the Dragenda, uh, <laughs> Juno Heckin Steel. I'm just looking through my likes here on Twitter. Chase Jones, Cosmin Yon, Levi the Ghoul, um, Adam Sane, Abyss123, Edmund Kap- Kapusniak. I'm very He's bad. Just trying. I'm trying very hard. Um, who else? Syretha. Yeah, everyone's art is killing it. Jessica Sims. What about Aline? Aline. Um, boop, boop, boop. There's a, there's a lot of people. Do we already say C questions? I don't know if they did any cards, but they do good art. Nicholas C, uh, at C questions on Twitter. Yeah. Okay. I usually see that. On t- I don't know. The, the internet. Jared Johnson. Everyone's art is phenomenal. And uh, thank you to uh, animals. Are you sure? Yeah, there's there's two cats here that are okay, I guess. Goblins. I have several scars because they're too clumsy. Uh, Smudge sounds like he's... She's? Smudge? Cat. Cat. Sounds good. Cat. Uh, Chris's dog. Scotia. Scotia? Scotia only gets this one. Scotia, no. Chris will murder us if we leave Scotia out ever again. Scotia's on notice. Scotia know it, knows what it did. I don't know which... I don't know what pronouns Scotia did. Scotia takes. did bo- Bork one time when we were recording, I think. I enjoyed it. Uh, also, to all the cats out there listening to the podcast. Because I'm sure it happens. Meow. Oh, boy.